Yes. This is clearly a, um, like a life's process of studying of Alice Cooper's scholarship. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've, all, I've written about him in a zine that no longer exists. I've been listening to this man since I was like 13 years old. So <laughs> yes. it's, a, it's a lot. It is a lot, but it's good. I'm, I'm very grateful for one because I had never like even listened to Alice Cooper knowingly. And now mm-hmm. I have. And some of those songs, yeah, yeah. they're great. They're good. Yeah, yeah, same. I think School's Out is the only song I knew, um, and I'm, yeah. I'm very happy to have discovered a lot of, of new ones, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Also, my Gmail is just stuck on a loading screen, if you're curious oh, as to no. why I'm not yeah. going anywhere yet. Don't worry. So eventually Actually, it'll load. Yes? This is a perfect time to record our bonus segment <laughs> called Getting to Know Trans Voices. So we can just ask you shit about you, and we can talk, and then when you pull up the script, we will be ready to go. Cool, it's so, like yeah. loading up now, but we can knock this out of okay. the way now if you want, sure. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, we usually do, I think it's like f- seven minutes, I don't know. But basically, you already sort of talked about um, your Alice Cooper relationship, but I guess we'll start by saying, hi, who are you? What do you do in this world? What makes, what brings you joy? Let's start with that. Oh, God, nothing. I'm a miserable person. Um, <laughs> Zero oh, joy. No. None. Same. The, the, I, Same. I'm a curmudgeon old shit at the ripe old age of 30. <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I enjoy not doing things personally. It's, it's pretty great. I, yes. I, I write a lot about uh, transgender representation, particularly in the horror sphere. So this is... All tied into the specific intersection that Alice Cooper meets in. And yes. like that's cool. I enjoy doing that until it gets exhausting and now and then you take <laughs> like a few months off. And uh yeah, I'd much rather watch listen to music than watch movies, but I'm a movie person, so that's just kind of my life. Yep. Say I like it's nice to like listen to music as a form of study rather than like usually we have like a whole list of shows or like we have to watch this movie and then like or like read a whole like we read Gulliver's Travels last (laughs) (laughs) last season I was just like fuck so listening to music is actually very delightful as like a as a way of getting into the material yeah Yeah, it's nice to oh no go ahead I was just going to say, it's nice to, to listen to it so intentionally, um, like some, especially something I never heard before. Like a lot of times, like even when my favorite artists release new music, like I listen to it while I'm driving or I listen to it walking somewhere or, or while I'm doing something else. And it's nice because of because this becomes like so intentional, like to really study it and listen to it. The first time you're listening to it was uh, was kind of a new experience or uh, uh, like an experience from a long time ago. I hadn't done it a long time. So it was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. think with music, there's not a lot of um, music is almost the art form that we take like the least seriously or pay the least amount of attention to because it's just it's so easy for it to just be on in the background as opposed to other things because like obviously if you watch a movie or watch a TV show there's like there's there's visuals there's sound there's all these other things if you're reading a book you can't like absentmindedly read a book otherwise you're not reading a book you can like half-heartedly listen to music it can easily be on in the background yeah. and I don't think a lot of people choose to take time to to listen to things um Mm. i'm i'm by no means a record collector i have many many records but i am not a quality person i like 
the uh, just just the, the the art of things that never made the jump to CD or the mm. specific ritual of picking it up, putting the needle down, and then you are at least semi involved in the process. It's like dunking a tea bag, even though it probably doesn't do anything, but it makes me feel like I'm involved in the process. Yeah, yeah. and it's fun. Records like yeah. they have a very specific smell. Mm-hmm. And they have a very specific set of, at least I have a specific set of memories attached. And like, yeah, it is like kind of a different, like when you put on a record, I feel like you can feel the room vibrate. And like, mm-hmm. I don't ever have that experience like normally with music. <laughs> so I'm like, this is kind of cool. It's like immersive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ritualistic, you... you know, there's. Yeah. No, definitely. There's, there's, there's a ritual to it that I love and I find it very relaxing um especially because i'm not gonna be one of those people that's like oh yeah it sounds different on wax versus mp3 because i mean okay technically it does but if you have a good sound system or a bad sound system that's gonna make all the difference but my speakers set up to my record player are much better than like say airpods so when you listen yeah. to it you're gonna hear significantly more things particularly on the low and the high end like the the, the wider range of sounds are gonna sound differently when you're using a better speaker and that makes songs sound completely different than ways you would ever hear them, especially if it's just something you've heard on the radio, because that's mm. the worst way to actually listen to music, because it's so compressed, and oh, my goodness, it's rough. Yeah. I feel this way about um, out-of-print books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I love that, I first of all, I feel empathetic toward them, because I'm like, yeah, you didn't make it to a second run, and that's why I love you. You're mm-hmm. a reject, and I'm a reject. But also, Charlie, no digging. But also, um, <laughs> there is, like, a very specific experience to cracking. Like, the pages are already yellow, and you're mm-hmm. like, I know exactly what I'm going to get, and it's going to deliver. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Media. It's good. Yeah, and, and it's lived in, which is nice. Um, I, I'm a person who exists in, like, a schlocky world full of... <laughs> trash uh i'm i'm a trash person that's just how i work so most of my favorite films are like b movies or midnight movies or like cheap low budget things with a lot of merit but like you know just this wasn't made for everyone this this is meant to exist only after dark there, there yes. there's no reason you should be watching this at like 1 p.m on a sunday uh, it, yes. it's, it's like like listening to Tom Waits records where it's like, this doesn't belong when the sun's out. This feels wrong. Like a lot yeah. of my favorite movies function like that. And most of them are niche. A lot of them didn't make jump to, I mean, they didn't make the jump from VHS to DVD in a lot of cases. And a lot of them still don't have Blu-rays. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, it's, there, there, there's, there's an art to, to the lost media that I just love so much because I too am discarded and a reject and a loser, and I feel you on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It it feels nice to be seen by media that's just like too weird to have a mainstream audience. I'm like, same, mm-hmm. same here, same here, media. But yeah, what's that movie poster cool. behind your head? Which which, which one? <laughs> what? Oh, the big one. one. Yeah, there are Is several. It, that one. Oh, Detroit it's Rock Detroit City. Detroit Rock yeah. City. Oh, a, sure. a, a personal okay. favorite. <laughs> Speaking of shock rockers like Alice Cooper, um, love love Kiss. The best thing about Kiss is that pretty much nobody likes Gene, and that's fine. But Paul Stanley (laughs) is wonderful, and he's a perfect human being, and I adore him. And I, uh, me and my wife actually saw Kiss on St. Patrick's Day a couple years ago. Um, They're on their farewell tour, which is just now picking up steam after taking a hiatus, obviously. And we saw them on St. Patrick's Day, so there was a lot of drunk dads. 
but goddammit, if I did not watch a 70-some-year-old man trapeze across an entire arena while playing guitar oh and singing a song about his dick. It was awesome. They, wow. <laughs> they are in their 70s, aren't they? Holy shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, yeah, like, it makes sense, but I'm also like, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, why do people hate Gene just because he's, like, obnoxious? <laughs> um, Gene has a lot of really strong opinions, and he's the he's the embodiment of everything that's wrong with capitalism, Kiss. Which is one reason everyone hates Kiss is because they are such a like a heavily marketed product based band that's like this isn't real music. The music's not good, and I'm like, well, it's not really supposed to be good. Like Kiss is the, right. Kiss is the Benny Hanna of bands. Like you're going there for the flaming <laughs> volcano and to watch people like right. fling things into your mouth. The food's fine, but like that's yeah. not why yeah. you're going there. <laughs> yeah, you're going for the the operatics and the silliness and yeah, the. I want- I, yeah. I want the spectacle. I, the I spectacle. want to watch yeah. men shoot rockets out of their guitar at aliens. I want to watch like disgusting old Gene Simmons drool blood that continues to drool out of his gross <laughs> mouth because he's just constantly sticking his long tongue out. And then he's gesturing at way too young women who are probably like in their 40s, but too young for him. And too he's young. just like, yeah, you like this. And they're like, I do. And I'm like, OK, whatever. This is just part of the act. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, that's something we didn't get with Alice Cooper, you know, like the live show is such a such a part of of his whole mm-hmm. his whole thing. And he is playing in Chicago on the 24th of September, right? I should say. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to go see it. He still puts on a great but... live show. I, I saw him a couple years ago. He was my second yeah. ever concert. I've seen him plenty of times and he it, it's fun. It's. I it, I just got to go up there and watch him like fight giant 12-foot inflatable babies and pirates <laughs> and wow. just all sorts of strange things that are going on while he gets hung or electrocuted or attacking an evil dentist like there's so many things just it it's chaos it's great yeah this this man contains multitudes i i think we can safely say oh the layers yeah the lay oh of the layers upon layers. And I can't wait to talk about um <laughs> the merch. Because I feel like like Kiss has like dolls. Mm-hmm. Does mm-hmm. Alice Coop has he ever had like a doll? Because I started to think about this. I was like, I actually would think that would sell quite well. I mean, I'm sure he's got merch. He's got a million shirts and they're all really, really tight. I've got more than one Alice Cooper shirt. Uh like, I don't know, I'm sure he's got stuff. I've never like bought a Barbie, any of though. his dolls but i would i mean i do have or at least my wife has a paul stanley over there from kiss so. Ooh, yeah see that's what i'm talking about yeah yes heavily nice. marketed <laughs> heavily marketed sweet 